I'm Landon Kane. It is August 22nd, 2022, and this is your daily flash briefing from Oklahoma City. We are praising the Lord right now because it has rained, and rain is in the forecast. So it's going to be a wet and a little humid for the rest of the week, but we're going to see those temperatures start to cool down, and we're going to lose that August heat. At the same time, we have some other major events going on this week. The first week of college classes start for most colleges and universities. And this week, the longest rivalry in possibly the South and the longest rivalry in the state of Texas is going on. That is the Battle of the Axe. Sherman versus Denison, which started in 1901 and then in 1949, the rivalry introduced the Axe as a way to combat bad sportsmanship. This axe was donated by a owner of a local ice cream parlor and is the symbol of the winning team every year. So far, Denison has the axe has had the axe for nine years and is trying to make it ten. But this year, they are not going to get a dime out of Sherman. We are now back, and here is more news. Ness Rodman says he's going to Russia to seek the release of Brittany Griner. The former NBA player has tried to cultivate an image of an informal U.S. diplomat to North Korea and Russia. The former NBA player Dennis Rodman said Saturday he plans to visit Russia to seek the release of Brittany Griner, a WNBA star who was sentenced to nine years in prison on drug charges earlier this month. I got permission to go to Russia to help that girl, he said. I'm trying to go this week. He is more likely to hurt than help, says a senior Biden administration official. It is public information that the administration has made a significant offer to the Russians and anything other than negotiating further through the establishment channel is likely to complicate and hinder the release efforts, the official said. If Rodman goes to Russia, this won't be the first time he's conducted informal diplomatic meetings with international leaders who have strained relations with the U.S. Rodman has cultivated a relationship with North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un over the past decade, making multiple visits to North Korea. He calls Vladimir Putin cool after a 2014 trip to Moscow, and in 2018 he showed up on the sidelines of former President Donald Trump's meeting with Kim in Singapore. The U.S. still the U.S. has imposed stiff sanctions on Russia in response to its invasion of Ukraine and adding Ukraine's forces. Griner's imprisonment has created an additional source of tension between the two countries and is a potential avenue for dipl- diplomacy. Bill Richards, a former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations who's been involved in the hostage negotiations, told Associated Press this month that he was optimistic about the chances for a prisoner, a prisoner swap that would bring Griner and American Paul Whelan back to the U.S., I'm Landon Kane, and we'll be back after the break. We're now back with more news. Virginia Patton Moss, the last surviving adult cast member of It's a Wonderful Life, dies at 97. Virginia Patton Moss was a former actor who was the final surviving member of Fink Coppera's It's a Wonderful Life. She died on August 18th in Albany, Georgia, and she was 97 years old. You might be asking, what character did she play? She played the sister-in-law of James Stewart's character, George Bailey. On to more news. Gas prices are down, but Biden's problems at the pumps aren't going up. Many fundamental issues drove gas prices to record highs, 
In the summer, as they remain, the White House searches for ways to keep them in check. The White House used a draw in the average of price gas, the price of gas to below $4 last week to talk up President Biden's response to record high oil prices and push back on Republicans who blame him for earlier price spikes. But oil traders, industry executives, and former administrative officials warned that prices could easily rise as, again, as many of these issues that contributed to the spike earlier in the summer are still a factor, such as limited refinery capability, uncertainty around Russia and war in Ukraine. Current administration officials, too, have acknowledged that the prices could rise again as they keep looking for more ways to get more oil on the market. I'm Landon Kane, and this was your Newsworthy Flash Briefing. This is a late-breaking news bulletin from Newsworthy Flash Briefing. There's a new fallout over the search of Mar-a-Lago. President Trump has been calling on the Fourth Amendment. Former President Trump has been calling on the Fourth Amendment for some number of days now, saying that there is a process to unreasonable rights and searches which is what he claims happened on his house. The President Trump legal team is actually looking at uh, filing for a third party or what is called a special master to come in and review all of the uh, received documents that the DOJ has. As they say, this would be used to stop the DOJ in its tracks. Um, Right now, there is no new, there is no more information to report on that, but a new NBC News poll reports that 50% of people believe that, yes, they should, in fact, continue the unre- the searches of former President Trump, and 47 people, 47% of people believe that they shouldn't. So keep it here for more late-breaking news on Newsworthy. I'm Landon Kane. We'll be bringing you more updates on this story as they come. From the 23rd Street Broadcast Studios in Oklahoma City, this is your Newsworthy Flash Briefing.